In troubling times like this, where do we go to find life, liberty, and the pursuit of 80s music? Millions of 80s fans today are directionless, looking for a leader who can return them to the good old days, when all we needed was a wine cooler, a boombox, and Aquanet. There is hope. In February 2017, vote for The 80s Cruise. Seven days in the Western Caribbean with Cheap Trick, Belinda Carlisle, Berlin, Howard Jones, more stay in the time, and other acts that will restore your pride in our beloved decade. Go to www.the80scruise.com and don't forget to tell them you heard about it here. I'm the Stuck in the 80s podcast creator, and I approve this message. Travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the shenanigans. It was the early 80s, and sex was still a good way to meet new people. The disappointment. That's a real shame when folks be throwing away a perfectly good white boy like that. And the self-confidence. I'm six foot, three inches tall, and maintain a very consistent panda bear shape. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Sure, it's not 1985 right now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring. Hi. It's Spearsy. Are you waiting for the music? Some rousing anthem? We'll get there, but first, the gang here at Stuck in the 80s has a few messages for you. Hey guys, Brad here. I know, it's been a long, tough election season, and I'm wrung out. I know we're all just glad that November 8th is behind us. Right, Jen? Amen, sister. And we're not here to cheer or jeer about who won and who lost. It's time for a little healing. Yeah, something to bring us all together again. I mean, if Randy Quaid and Lou Gossett Jr. can find a way to live together in Enemy Mine, I think we can all find some common ground. Something we can all agree on again and become a stronger, better 80s nation. Prince Show, Prince Show, Prince Show. No, no, we already did that. Remember? More than once. Fine. No, it's time for the Reunification Show. So hit it. Hey, hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears, and welcome to what we sincerely hope is the first and last reunification show for 80s Nation. With me today, Brad in LA and Jen with one, and welcome. Thank you. Hola. Hola, amigos. So the election's over, and uh, we have uh, gathered here today not to, um, as we said before, not to celebrate or to mourn, but just to uh, to get a nice group hug in. And uh, move forward. There's more that unites us than separates us. So we had this idea that um, what could we do as a podcast that would um, we could all kind of agree on? And we came up with this idea to do a reunification show, which doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. Uh, <laughs> but we decided to pick 16 songs, uh, 16 for 2016. And these are songs that we believe – when you when any 80s fan hears them on the radio, we don't turn them off. We turn them up. You lean in. So here's what we decided to do. So as some of you know who follow us on Facebook, we, we did reach out and ask you for your suggestions. So here's how it's going to be organized. Uh, Jen, myself, and Brad, we picked 12 songs. And we gave the fans four songs to give us the 16 songs. Um, they're not in any particular order. Um, they're all 80s tunes. Um, 
and we'll just go through them real quick. And hopefully what we will have done for you is build you a nice little playlist of amazing tunes. And I, I will say that right. one of the things that we talked about was we wanted to pick songs that weren't over, too overplayed. Yeah, that's, a tough, over- that's tough. That's tough, though. Right. There's there's some songs we thought about. We're like, ah, oh, geez, you know, I hear that song so many times on the radio. I might turn it off instead of turning it up. So yeah, hopefully, I'm we, Dexian and his Midnight Runners did not make the cut. No, Dexian and Midnight Runners. Um, no modern English. And, although yeah, we that's a little it. controversial, but I think we made the right decision. I do. And I, I also just want to mention too that we may have some friendly discussion about some of the songs, and I. I discussion, not a debate. And that this isn't like the end all be all list of all time. Like this is just, these are just some, you know, uh, some ideas to get things flowing. I mean, I just, I I don't want people listening and getting angry. That's the opposite of what we're trying to do. We're not trying to exclude anybody. And actually when I look at this list, you know, and I think our last guest host, Dr. Dim, he's not going to want to listen to any of this stuff, but you know, that's, that's okay. Maybe one or two songs, but the whole point is, um, this is a song to make you feel good after all we've been through for the last year. So sit back and enjoy it. Our 16 songs for 2016. First song, Aha, Take On Me. Is there anybody who doesn't still love this song, especially after it became... That amazing commercial for VW. I know. I think about that every time I hear this song. I was like, oh, was I singing? I love that commercial. Was, that me? was I singing? <laughs> I say that at work all the time, and everyone, nobody at work gets that. You know, you need smarter coworkers, Steve. No, they're super smart, but they're half our age. Steve, so. work with me here. You need smarter coworkers. <laughs> I need older coworkers, is what I need. Uh, so, anyway, uh, at least the Ahafia uh, will be happy with that pick, right? They should Everybody. be. And someone had mentioned on Facebook, too, that you can't separate it from the video, which also makes you feel happy and good. You're right. You're absolutely right. And and it's also the subject of, wasn't it the first literal video? So every time I see it, I think, you know, someone's going to get an ass full of pipe wrench. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I love those little... That's, that's my favorite so of all funny. the... It's it, so so just, it brings me so much joy. This is a yeah. great track. I'm feeling it's, so much better already. Yeah. I was really salty before we started the recording, but I'm, I've, I'm feeling the warm glow of 80s Nation <laughs> enveloping me. All right. Okay. It's working. Like a salty bath. So, oh, no. Too far. Too far. <laughs> I'm going to pull it back into, uh, back into the lane with this song. ACDC's You Shook Me All Night Long. Uh, I love this song. It kind of kicks off the 80s. gives us that, that hard rock anthem. I mean, is there, if, is there a better song by ACDC to pick for this list? Um... I don't know, maybe Thunderstruck? It's 90s. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, gosh, I'm so lame. Yeah, you could have picked uh, Back in Black, or you could have picked uh, For Those About to Rock. Mm, I think this is pretty solid. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i not a, a hair heavy metal person at all, um, and I don't love, sorry, I just my taste, I don't love ACDC. However, I would turn this up. So, okay. yeah, I can turn the test. It passes the test. Now, will this next one pass the test? Michael Jackson's Billie Jean. 
admittedly, we've had a lot of debate as to which Michael Jackson song to pick. Did we I pick we the right discussion. one? We have discussion. It was debate. Okay. Um, I, I'm happy with this pick. This is iconic. And again, I think this is a song you turn up and sing along. Yeah, and I think it also is is one of those video songs too. Like you hear this song and you see the lights under under the feet. I'm doing it right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I, I have a theory about a lot of these songs, and and I'm going to say it now because I think Billie Jean's a good example of this. But when I hear the description of when you hear it on the radio, you turn it up, and I think a lot of these songs, what they have in common is they have great beginnings. Like the first couple of beats, the first couple of notes, they just, you know what's coming, you know? And I think yeah. Billie Jean with the, like, the ooze at the beginning, you know, that's that's when you reach over and turn it up at the beginning yeah. of the song. And, and I that's think... That's a good point. Yeah. So that's why I feel that about Billie Jean as opposed to, like, beat it kind of just starts. <laughs> but Billie Jean kind of, you know, yeah. gives you a yeah. little yeah. signal what's coming. It's a coming. great song and it's got the guitar solo, but I think this is a better pick from that album for this this list. I, I think a lot of people might have thought we would pick "Wanna Be Starting Something," or gosh, you know what I would have picked. But we—I'll tell people right now—we didn't have any slow ballads on the list. But if we had, I, I would have gone for uh, "Human Nature." Uh, oh, yeah, I love yeah, that I song. Too. I love that song. Although my other dark horse Michael Jackson '80s song was the song from Captain EO. You're just another part of me. Which I just—I love that song. <laughs> One I would have thrown in is "The Way You Make Me Feel." Oh yeah, that's a fun little. There's a lot. There's a lot to pick from. Yeah, there's a lot to pick from. Man but in I'm the happy mirror. With this one. I'm happy. With Man in the mirror would have been okay. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I turn up Man in the Mirror though. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't turn it off. I don't know. I might call my mom. <laughs> <laughs> mom, they're playing Man um, in the Mirror again. What am I supposed to do? Uh, people are going to be surprised about this next pick uh, that I, that I would have anything to do with it. Um, Into the Groove by someone named Madonna. Yeah, Madonna on the list. Desperately seeking Susan. Oh, yeah, so, that's why it's so, so good. It's so evocative. It's so evocative. Of well, this that. is when I still liked her. So, and the beginning. It, it, I think it's just quintessential Madonna. Like the beginning again with this song is you can dance. Like, oh my god, come on! <laughs> <laughs> Whatever follows is going to be awesome. But, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I must say that uh, "Holiday" is my all-time favorite Madonna song. I love, love, love every version of "Holiday" that will ever come out, and I'll buy it. But really. Um, but into the groove, I always thought like if aliens came down from outer space and were like, "Show what is Madonna," I would play this track for them. <laughs> so I think this is a good choice, is what I'm saying. <laughs> it probably has the added bonus of a song that would actually get me onto the dance floor, which there aren't too many of those. Wow, I have to request that in the club this cruise. Then. I know that's amazing. <laughs> I have to actually stay up late enough for that first. Don't worry, I'll bring you some Mountain Dew. <laughs> Better bring a lot. Code Red Mountain Dew, please. Uh, this next song should be no surprise. This is a classic and deserves to be on everybody's list. Yes, that's Prince. Let's go crazy. Um, did we pick the right Prince song? Yes. <laughs> I, I think so. If Jen and I agree on this, then I think you know we're reaching across the aisle to uh shake hands and this is the this is the one you know 
on VH1's list of best 100 songs of the 80s, the top-ranked Prince song is actually When Doves Cry. Really? Oh, that's yep. a good one, too. <laughs> I, I, this is where I stop reaching across the aisle. If When Doves Cry comes on, I change the station. Do you really? Uh, how come? Yeah. I just don't like it. Never okay. liked that song. I, I didn't Taste like it at first. Taste is a funny thing. Taste is a funny thing. It is yeah. funny. Um, I, I, was, I, I tried to make a case for Purple Rain, but, uh, you know, obviously... A little too mopey at the beginning. I like Purple Rain as well, but I think for you know pumping up the jam, you know building building uh, your your what do you want to call it? Building your um, coalition '80s nation. This is the song to get people into the tent. Yeah. And I the floor. Agreed. Agreed. Here's my problem with it, though. This gets me off the dance floor. It's just it's just a half a beat too fast for for me. And well, it has you been know, since Steve, the day it came out. Then you're what you're supposed to do is. Go crazy. Like, that's uh, what you're go- missing here is you're supposed to then uh, go crazy. No, I've had or if you're going to leave the floor, you should go and get me another cocktail. Okay, that's fine. Let's yeah. just do that. Every part of this song is perfect. The beginning is perfect and you're like, oh, yay, it's this song. And then the chorus and then the, the like the grinding guitars at the end. This is a perfect single, I think. Uh, the, the monologue is amazing. Uh, I don't know. I remember um, – I, when this album came out and I was listening to it nonstop and I was driving my dad somewhere because you're at that age where right after you get I'll a driver's you. license. Yeah, yeah I'll yeah. take you. I'll take you. Um, and I had Let's Go Crazy on. And he loved the song all the way up until the guitar solo. Then he just kind of really – he <laughs> that was it. Maybe turn Williams off. would never record anything like that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, here we go. Next on the list. Chuck, 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 gone. Chuck, gone. Chuck, gone. Chuck, gone. You think she gets into the rock shaka con? Let me rock it. It's all I want to do. Shaka con. Let me rock it. Let me rock shaka con. Let me rock it because I feel for you. Let me take you in your arms. Let me feel your charm, shaka. Because you know that I'm the one to keep you warm, shaka. That's all I can do right now. You go. You go. Jeez. That was awesome. I love that. really good. (laughs) Sorry, I'm getting twisted up in my cords. Okay, I'm good. It's good. Uh, next on the list, this one is a bit of a controversy. Van Halen's Panama. Okay, did we pick the right Van Halen song? Yes. No. Yes. Well, which, what song would you pick? <laughs> I'm willing to accept a, a counter discussion at this time. Uh, well, you know, I'll tell you, Panama is the floor is closed. Okay, <laughs> That's, no, please. Fair go enough. Ahead, fair Jen. enough. Jen, please go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I know. Um, so yeah, I, I love Panama. It is one of my favorite songs. It's definitely my favorite Van Halen song. It's my if I ever become a wrestler and I have my you know or a boxer and I and I come Ooh, out. Oh yeah, Ooh, that'd be this, great. Walk this out. is my entrance. Yeah, it's awesome because there's like three different levels to it. I mean, it's my favorite karaoke song. Like I love this song. So but you would you would move it but, down a notch? I'm just saying I, I feel like more people and again it might be that beginning business cuz like you play the beginning of Panama, a lot of people don't recognize it. And it's not until you, that you kind of get into the first 
third of the song that people are like, oh, yeah, that's what this... But Jump, again, it's got those keyboards at the beginning. Yeah. And it's... I don't More know. iconic. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. And, you know, maybe maybe the counter-argument, Brad, you have is that it's overplayed, but... Uh, I, I fought yeah. pretty hard for Panama, 80s Nation, and it's because this is my number one ultimate turn it up song like if if i hear the last 10 seconds of this on the radio i'll turn it up you know i just i love this song yeah, yeah. no it's and i would roll the windows down even in maine in february i would roll the windows you know, down and, and shout it out days. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, let's see there's as much controversy over this next song we're on the home stretch now it's duran duran's rio Okay, I'm going to throw a flag here and say, I mean, I think Rio is a definite, it's a, it's the go-to Duran Duran song, but I think the reflex could have been up there just as easily. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's just so much to pick from again. Um, I think if you pick one, you know, my, my inclination is going to go a little deeper um, into the albums, but this is, again, this is very, it's, it's evocative of the time. You, everyone, you, again, you're picturing the video. Uh, it starts, you know, it's coming and it just, I, I think it takes you back to yeah, when, yeah. when this stuff first came out and it's like, this is amazing. This is new. I, you know, this is my generation's music. It's the reason they close every show with it. Yeah. yeah. Well, my two arguments for this song are one, you do remember the video and it's sunny and warm and you feel <laughs> good and you're on a big yacht. <laughs> So you said they close with it, and that just reminded me. Um, Cameron and I went and saw them this summer, and that was the moment in the concert when my body was completely covered with goosebumps. They started with that, and I think I posted on Facebook. I did not realize I'd been waiting my whole life to hear this song played live. Yeah. It just—it was that I'm in the cathedral of 80s moment. I am with my people, and it is good. <laughs> so if I can go back to that place for... 10 seconds. If I can have another sip from the water fountain next to the fountain of youth, by God, sign me up. I think, I think when I saw Duran Duran, the, the song that gave me the biggest chills was the reflex. And it was because of the whole beginning. It's the whole, the whole remixed beginning. Left, 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 left. Don't make me do that again. <laughs> but I think more people can sing along to Rio, which is yes. why I would, I would put it on no. this list. Totally, totally agree that it should be on the list. If if I had my own third party agenda, then I would I might switch it to, to <laughs> reflex. But I'm, I'm I'm a populist. I'm you know I'm a coalition builder. Uh, this next song though, there might be a filibuster on. Uh, this is the Go Go's with "We Got the Beat." Definitely think Go Go's belong in the list. Is this the song, Jen? I gotta say, yeah, I think it is. I, I think it's the one people can sing along to. I don't. I think it's short enough that y you don't get tired of it. I mean, it, they play it a lot yeah. and you hear it, but it's just short enough that even if you think you might go ahead and change it, it's probably going to be over by the time. You do. <laughs> yeah. so, oops, it's a simple, straight-ahead rock tune. Yeah, it's not. You know, structurally, there's not a lot to it. It's fun. It's catchy, um, and like you say, True. it's quick. You get in. You have some fun, you get out. 
I love um, every time I hear the beginning. I think of the start of Fast Times at Richmond High. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think I originally had proposed. Um, oh gosh, what did I say? Head over heels. Head over, oh, head over heels. Which I like that song better, but again, that's me. And I agree, Jen. It's not as it's just not as front of mind, you know. Yeah, for people when it comes to that stuff. I I personally prefer uh, our lips are sealed over this, but uh, that's that's fine too. That's the way things go. When you're yeah. trying to form a government, I think we. I think I'm. I think we're all behind the beat. We've got <laughs> it. Here we go. Three more songs left on our list before we start the fans list. This song, I think, teeters on the edge of being overplayed. But that being said, I never turn it off. Yeah, it's so fun. I turn it up, definitely. Yeah. It reminds me of watching Night Tracks on WTBS on a you know, Friday or Saturday night, and it would come on, and you're like, who is that crazy dad dude, you know, the wrestler? <laughs> like, oh, this is Captain amazing. Lou. It's so fun. Like, like, who is this guy? <laughs> who is this guy? Who's the, who's the artist? I've never seen anybody this crazy before. It just, again, it's kind of locked in the... In the ger- in in the era, yeah. I if you had to pick a most iconic Cindy Lauper song, I would probably lean towards "Time After Time," but I don't think it fits the tone of the of the playlist that we're trying to build here. That's because you're mopey, Steve. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with "Time After Time" too, but I think this is uh, better suited to this list. Yes. I, I will say though that people they uh, underestimate Cindy Lauper and her talents. Because people pick it at karaoke all the time, and you always know there's going to be this moment pretty quickly once the song starts where like, they're going to oh. realize, oh, this is actually really hard to sing. Yeah, there's a, there's some range in this one. I got to yeah. go up and get that one. Yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of fun someday to do a playlist of uh, worst songs for karaoke from the '80s. This might be on it, just in terms of like not being able to have the talent to pull it off. Yeah, you, <laughs> you think you can do it, but ooh, it's much harder than you than uh, you imagined. You know what the, the toughest one, one is that I've ever tried to do? Uh, in Dexy and Midnight Runners, Come on, Eileen. That's oh, some, the lyrics are nonsensical. And, and fast. you think you know what they are. Yes, and they're very fast. And, and you, you're trying – you cannot keep up with it. It, just, it is impossible to do. You will be mocked. Here we go. Next song, Run DMC's Walk This Way. Is there any way to separate this song? Like like so many of the songs in this list, is there any way to separate this from the video? No. No. I, I see so. him crashing through the, yeah. the thing and no and, and I, I I think I like it more because of the video. I don't know if I if it would have the staying power it does for me without it. Yeah. There's an epic story behind the making of this song, and it was either on Rolling Stone or the New York Times. One way or another I'll post it on the uh Stuck in the 80s Facebook page. But it's just, 
it goes into all the detail. I mean, it's just, it was not an easy project to do. Yeah. And, um, it just, the more you read it, the more you're like, I can't believe this actually got done. So I don't want to give too much of it away. And you're talking and about so, the song itself, right? Not the video. Right. Okay. The song itself, not the video. Um, I don't think there's any surprise what we saved for last among our own personal picks. Um, here's number 12 on our list for tw- uh, 16 for 2016. This is Simple Minds. Don't you forget about me. If you had to pick one single song to represent the hopes and dreams of the 80s nation, wouldn't it be this song? It would. Well, you you can make an awful good case for that. Yeah. Yeah, it would. And I know we haven't moved on to the fans' picks yet, but a lot of fans picked this one too. Yeah, yeah. But we already had this firmly on our list. I think it was one of the first ones we we thought about when yeah. we, we did so, this. So Simple Minds for a long time wouldn't play this in concert, right? I mean, that's the that's the story that you hear is that they were kind of churlish about that. Well, but when I when I saw them a couple of years ago, uh, it was just again, it was one of those I'm in the cathedral of 80s nation with my people and we are happy. And, you know, he's up there leading a sing along and the place is just it was it was amazing. It was amazing. It was just a, a, an, a wonderful moment. I, I can't saw, oversell it. It was so great. I, I saw them back in 86 and they played it then. And then I interviewed Jim Kerr like um, four or five years ago, and I asked him about that. Could you, could you, or would you want to do a set these days that doesn't include this song? And he said, uh, "We could, but why would we want to be jerks?" You know, and yeah. hmm. we know that because it took us a while to come around to loving that song, but we do now, and it's it's all cool. So. So there well, you maybe go. that's been over. Maybe that's been overblown. Those comments. It's certainly possible that he's. They've always played it. They just haven't always enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a cheap trick. Uh, notoriously, doesn't like to play the flame because they didn't huh. write it and um, oh. they didn't mm-hmm. love it. But and the rumor is, if they play it for you in concert nowadays, it's because they're just they're having a good day and they just kind of feel like playing it. But it's not always on their set list. So I hear. So it's just one of those. Urban legends that kind of you know has some legs to it. Well, I I won't back down from my story about having that concert. <laughs> You're going to double down. I mean, it was it was it was great. It was great. <laughs> it was. Did I mention how great it was? No, they're they're fantastic in concert. I, was I, it as great as our listener picks though? Well, let's find know. out. Uh, we as we said, we we saved four picks for the fans and and listeners of the podcast. Here's what you picked. Your first pick. Did not expect to see Human League on the list. I didn't expect to see it so many times. Yeah, I, I mean, I yeah. get it, but uh, it surprised me too. It's definitely a dance floor flight favorite. Probably a fun. Car- now that I've said I don't sing karaoke, I'm guessing this would be a fun duet. It's pretty fun. <laughs> I, I, well, you know what's fun though is is the uh, there's one. It's very one sided. Like there's one. It's, I can't remember. I think it's the the male. 
part, the male vocal has more to do than the female vocal, which would make sense. But I might be wrong about that too. But I just remember like my friend Mo singing the other half and then me singing one half and me going, I'm not singing a lot. (laughs) I'm just just chilling. Get me a tambourine up here. Yeah, totally. One instrument that I'm sure Human League has never touched. I remember when we saw them in... Electric tambourine, maybe. Remember when we saw them in uh, LA? We we had this epic trip. I guess it was about... Gosh, when was that? Like 2010? It's been a while. Um, And it was the Human League, B-52s, Berlin, and the Fix, right? That's... Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And it was a... Unbelievable. Like Berlin killed. The fix killed. B-52s just like – it was like a nuclear explosion. Yeah. Like if there, if there had been a roof on the Hollywood Bowl, it, it was <laughs> yes. blown off. Yes. It was just an amazing set. And um, and then the Human League comes on. I'm like, just wait. This is going to be great because we saw them on the Regeneration Tour and they were fantastic. Yeah. And they came out there and they like played seven songs in a row from their just-released album. Yeah, from their Kraftwerk tribute album, and it was like, "Oh, come on, guys!" We that was painful. I mean, you look, you could look around the crowd, and everyone's like, "Eh," you know, just way to way to stomp on the brakes, sucked all the air out of the room. Yeah, yeah. But but if they're doing like a best of uh, set list, I highly recommend them. Uh, Next among the fan favorites. This one surprised me. I mean, because again, it popped up. A lot of people suggested it, and I'm like, hmm, okay. You know what? You know what happened is I kept seeing "Power of Love," "Power of Love," and I thought, really, the Frankie goes to Hollywood song? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, Steve. Nobody, because nobody said Huey. It was just a "Power of Love," and I'm like, oh, that's you know. weird. Huh. It is weird. Yeah. Perhaps I am naive, but on the first 80s cruise, the first ever 80s cruise, um, I was really surprised to see people on the, the ship just for Huey. Like a lot of people booked that cruise to see Huey Lewis and then, you know, yeah. stayed for the fun stuff. Every, Of course. I mean, you can't really Obviously, leave. But yeah, but yeah I was surprised. I was surprised. So, so seeing on the list kind of reminded me of that. Like, oh, yeah. Huey, he's, a, I mean, talk about a populist. He has broad appeal. Yeah. I guess that's the song you pick. I don't I know. Mean, it's no heart and soul. Uh, I don't like heart and soul. Okay, but uh, anyway. But again, it, it, this is another one of those things where it doesn't. It connects you to a beloved movie, uh, right. a beloved artist, you know, a beloved actor. Uh, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of connectivity there. There's a lot of tissue. Yeah, and a big and and like Jen always says, a big strong opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And uh, also, I'm, too, as far as this list goes, you know what's going to help us heal. That's right. You know it. <laughs> Just a small town girl Living in a lonely world She took the midnight train Going anywhere Just a city boy Born and raised in South Detroit He took the midnight train Well, I'm not surprised that uh, the listeners of Stuck in the 80s picked this song. Um, Dismayed, maybe, but not surprised. 
Well, because I, th- I think if there's a song that's starting to approach being a little overly ripe, it might be this one. Yeah. Yeah, this one's Not got my... too many layers of paint on it for me. There, there, there are now... <laughs> there's just... That's ma- a very well-turned phrase. You know what oh, I mean? God, like, that's so perfect. There's too many associations now fighting for my attention. And, and uh, I don't know. It's the only really sort of, and this is this is also discussion-worthy, I guess, but the only real anthemic kind of song on this list that I, I consider anthemic. I, I just can think of other um, Journey songs that I like better, that I would turn yeah. up louder than this one. But I, yeah. I get it. I yeah, get why I, other people I, would. Yeah, Stone in Love would be my top, but I just I love that inf- instrumental back end of it. It's just it's just great. That said, let me uh, uh, let me to defend Don't Stop Believing for a moment and and place some my personal memories in this. I have a very distinct memory of being in the car with my family. We're driving home from camping. This comes on the satellite radio, and everyone in the car is singing along, and it was Aww. amazing. Thanks. It was amazing. I'm sorry. I keep saying amazing on this show. Some things amaze me. I guess I'm easily amazed in addition to being one who lives for others. So here's the final song on the list. Um, Very popular among the friends and listeners of Stuck in the 80s. Tears for Fears. Everybody wants to rule the world. surprised that this one was such a popular uh, nomination? Not really. Something about this song is just so soothing. I don't know what it is. It's it's a comforting song somehow. Makes you want to eat popcorn? Well, that, you know, I was wondering how many people who, who love this song think of Real Genius or not. I do, I definitely. Do. I, do, yeah. I think of that Austin Healey 3000 that they're driving around the countryside, driving around California. <laughs> of course you that, do. That car. Oh my gosh. I, I, that car. Oh. Uh, I mean, I, I can, if you're looking to pick up something for your favorite podcast co-host, just send me one of those. <laughs> or color not popcorn. Color not important. <laughs> yeah, I can Jeez, think so- of a million uh, Tears for Fears songs that I love, but this one is just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's very comforting. It's perfect yeah. for this list. And it is a turn it up song. It definitely is. Hey, we'll be right back after this commercial break. This place has a way of making us think about the kind of future our young people will have. Everything we do here, we weigh on tomorrow's scales. Keeping our economy strong and free from the terrible inflation of a few years ago will bring stability into the lives of those just beginning their families. Keeping taxes down and big government under control encourage creativity and economic freedom. These will expand new employment opportunities so important to those just leaving school for their first jobs. And keeping America strong and always searching for peace, well, nothing is more important than that. This magnificent house is 192 years old now. It stands watch on our stewardship, a guardian for future generations. What we do here may be important, but what we leave behind is even more important. I take no obligation more seriously. President Reagan, leadership that's working. 
Hey, Stuck in 80s Nation. Uh, have you ever read the book I Want My MTV by Craig Marks and Rob Tannenbaum? You can actually listen to the entire book for free if you sign up for a 30-day free trial on audible.com. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash stuck in the 80s. That's 80s. Uh, now, audible.com, you might be asking yourself, what's this all about? Um, they are a sponsor of Stuck in the 80s, and for good reason. They're the ultimate source for audio versions of so many great books from and about the decade we love so much. Uh, Bright Lights, Big City, Less Than Zero, Bonfire of the Vanities. They're all there. All you 80s Nation fans out there who listen to our podcast on long commutes, uh, plane rides, subway trips, this is perfect for you. All you have to do, again, go to www.audibletrial.com slash stuck in the 80s and get started. Now on with the show. And we're back. We have a few minutes left. I thought it'd be time to play a little What's Your 80s Obsession? Brad, what's your 80s obsession this week? This week, my 80s obsession is one that I have every fall about this time. It's starting to cool down just a little bit in L.A., and when I drive home on Friday nights, there's just a little snap in the air, and it's getting dark early, and as I drive home, I go kind of close to the high school, and I see the stadium lights, and I think of Friday nights in the 80s when I would you know, go down with – you know, I was in a band. That's right. My band's name was Marching, and uh, <laughs> we would we – would, play all the football games right so i always went to the games and it just it's that's a little kind of nostalgia trigger for me that i'm like oh you know i really miss that it was so fun um so yeah that's what i've been thinking about today because i had that experience last night that is so nice i'm smiling so big right now oh it's really nice here's my 80s obsession last night i turned on netflix to just to yeah, i had to find something to watch and suddenly all these 80s movies that i haven't seen in forever Appear, apparently have just been added to the list. Oh, yeah? Sweet. So last night I was faced with the choice of, what was it? Taps, Can't Buy Me Love. Oh, Can't Buy Me Love. I just watched that last weekend. Princess Bride. Um, I think Top Gun was there, but I'm like, I just saw Top Gun. So I ended up watching Taps, which uh, I don't know why. I just love it because everyone's in it before they got to be really famous. Yeah, and you like you liked the line, I'd give my left nut for that cluster. <laughs> It does stand out. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only line I remember. Yeah. It's it's a you don't remember it's beautiful, man. From uh Tom Cruise when he's trying to, when he's shooting up the perimeter right before he gets oh, taken yeah. out. Taken out. So anyway, so definitely check out Netflix because I mean it's like the mother load of eighties flicks on there. That's great. So, yeah. Yay. Jen, what's your eighties obsession this week? Um I have two. One short and one's not as short, but the the short one is I've been listening to uh, Men at Work a lot. Okay. And weirdly, my my daughter, she's six, and she loves Men at Work. It's the weirdest thing. Like, I didn't, she, you know, she likes Madonna and she likes a lot of the girl singers, but I didn't expect her to like Men at Work as much as she does. So she'll yeah. request it now. She'll be, you know, can you play Down Under? Then I started playing her or us some uh, uh, Colin, I almost said Colin Farrell, some, <laughs> <laughs> some Colin Hay and, uh, and she likes that too. And then I started playing some uh, acoustic stuff, which is, I think, the best. I think it's my absolute favorite thing. Like at the end of the day, to listen to Colin Hay playing his guitar and just singing is is yeah something really nice about that. But anyway, she uh, she's really into it, so that makes me happy. As the parent of someone who didn't grow up in the eighties, it's as many times as I can transmute my <laughs> tastes, I will. So that's one. Yeah. And then the other thing too is. 
I am starting to look for Christmas gifts. And I know it's a little early, but if you're if you're a friend of mine, you just know you're going to get a book because I'm a, a kind of a nerd that way. I love books. You, you may as well just tell me, Steve, the um, the code for Audible now because <laughs> I'm going to do a commercial for them, basically. Um, but yeah, so I'm looking at a lot of 80s rock bios. Bruce Springsteen's just came out. Born to Run, which I'm yeah. excited to read myself and will probably give to a couple of people. And then the Chrissy Hind autobiography just came out in paperback recently. It's called Reckless, oh. My Life is a Pretender. And I haven't read it, but my friend says it's kind of tough going. Like She's a good writer, she said, but but the subject, it get, gets a little, you know, drugs and all that kind of thing. But she says it's really good. Um, so I'm looking at that. And then I've read this before, and I think I might give it to some Durani friends who probably already own, in their own copies. But John Taylor's <laughs> in The Pleasure Groove. Have you guys oh, read yeah. that one? Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's really not. good. It's really. And then uh, what I love about his, you know, I love a good like recovery narrative when there's like sure. the terrible yeah. stuff that happens. And then yeah, everybody like, wants to hear, everyone wants to believe you can come back and be redeemed, right? Yeah. yeah. And then Motley Crue, The Dirt, which has been out for a really long time. But if you've never read it, you have to read it. I don't even like Motley Crue that much. But the book is so fun. Like crazy, crazy. And then the last one, which might be fun, Belinda Carlisle has a memoir. If you've never read it, it's called Lips Unsealed. And it's really good. And it's really fun because she talks about like all the rock and roll things that she did. Um, You know, there's a great story about like David Lee Roth, like, hitting on her in you know um, in the parking lot of whiskey a go-go or whatever but it's it's really entertaining as one does yeah right exactly but it, yeah there's all kinds of like it's sort of the landscape of la music and and they're just these the like, young girls just ripping it up so belinda carlisle's lips unsealed a memoir so that's my obsession this week is just trying to buy christmas gifts and, and making people read about the 80s more <laughs> I think uh, Phil Collins just came out with one last week yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. It's um, not dead yet, I think. Not dead yet. Exactly. And Thomas Dolby has a book out, too. That's Thomas Dolby has memoir. one out that just came I'm, out. You know, that speaks to the nerd in me because he made a ton of money after he left the music business doing ringtones and other like computer music stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw He's him a really at a, interesting guy. I saw him at a pop tech conference once. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Playing music and talking about it. It was cool. Anyway, thanks to all the uh, 80s fans who helped contribute to the uh, list that we did this week. I hope you use it as intended. Um, We will post a link to the Spotify playlist when we post the show, so you can find that and listen to it as you see fit. And we'll be back soon with a new episode of the podcast. Until then, we remain here, hopelessly stuck in the 80s. Stuck in the 80s is a class of 85 production. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for our theme music. And remember, this is only an exhibition, not a competition. Please, no wagering.